Hello, this is One Minute Mitzvah returning for a podcast today, an episode on a really, really important mitzvah, and it's coming up now. We're all engaged in it in one way or another, and the mitzvah is clean your house thoroughly, thoroughly. Don't even leave a crumb left. Now, how could this be a mitzvah? I mean, everybody could laugh at that. But let me repeat and just review that a mitzvah is not a good deed necessarily. It's an action, prescribed action to do or not do at certain times, which really invokes and brings forth divine energy into your life, channels the very best that we are capable of, focuses us on that which matters now at this moment. Some mitzvahs are not in effect in this day and age. Others are very much in effect. Some are to be done under different conditions. Some are to be done under all conditions. So it's really a fascinating exploration of what a mitzvah is. So many misunderstandings about it. So let's look at our mitzvah for today. Clean your house thoroughly thoroughly. Well, how is that a mitzvah? My goodness. Well, first of all, Passover, of course, is just around the corner. And the biggest mitzvah, one of the biggest mitzvahs of Passover, is that for the entire month before Passover, we prepare. And we prepare by cleaning, cleaning, throwing out what's called the chametz. What is chametz? Chametz is the pride within ourselves. In one sense, it's everything that has yeast in it, and everything that puffs us up, makes us proud, makes us arrogant. So if it's bread, if it contains yeast on a material level, because in the mitzvahs, the material and the spiritual are always one, one reflecting the other. So if it happens to be yeast, bread, anything that contains yeast, we throw it out. We're focusing on throwing out on a material level all that is filled with yeast, or old clothes, all that's used up, all that's, we give it away. Not if it's used up, but we give away good things too. We sort things out. The, The month before Passover is a real time of cleansing, sorting out. But on a deeper level, let's talk about the function of this particular mitzvah, cleaning out the yeast, the chametz, cleaning out our pride, our arrogance. That's what we're really doing. It's a purification, a time of extreme purification to get ready to prepare for the exodus from Egypt, for leaving, for escaping that which is dark, that which is difficult, that which we are enslaved to in our very own life and in our very selves, that which holds us in bondage. Bondage. This is about breaking free of bondage. How do we do that? Now, it's really, it's not just a metaphor, especially in this day and age. We are, many of us feel that we're really in bondage. We can't leave our house. We can't be close to our loved ones physically. Maybe we can online, but not physically. We can't hug them. We are being kept in bondage, and in a sense, that's an external bondage due to a a plague, 
So, my goodness, it's as if the Passover story has coming right here to us, to all of us, to the whole world. It's very alive and very real. You know, when we do a preparation, when we do an actual Seder or meal, we're doing it and everything is symbolic. This symbol, the horseradish may symbolize the bitterness, the sorrow that we once went through, but now it's very real. Plenty of sorrow and bitterness happening right here in our lives now due to this virus, due to this, actually, which had become a plague. It's gone all over the world. And it seems quite mysterious the way that's happened. It's not so different from the Passover story. If you look at it truly, we're right in it. We're living it. And so this is what we could take it as an incredible time of teaching. Teaching. And what, what was needed then, what was needed in order to break free of the bondage? Pharaoh symbolizes everything that keeps us in bondage that said, no, no, you may not go. And the plagues became worse and worse. And, and nevertheless, he hardened his heart wouldn't listen. Pharaoh thought he was in charge of the universe. It was up to him. Of course, we all have within us the Pharaoh, the one that says, no, no, I'm not listening. I'm not not going to decrease my pride and my arrogance. I'm not going to follow the word. I'm not going to be filled with love. I'm not going to trust. This is about deep, deep, deep trust. I'm not going to go into the unknown with love and with trust and with wonder. No. I'm going to scream and yell and object and fight. And that's because we're filled with this pride and this arrogance. So the mitzvah of cleaning your house thoroughly is cleaning out the arrogance, becoming... Now, when we say humble, I, it doesn't, people don't really understand what that word means. Many take it to mean, oh, I'm going to be a doormat. I'm, I'm not going to assert my own will. I'm just going to listen to someone else. But it doesn't mean that at all. Not at all. The opposite. The opposite. There's so much strength and joy and healing that we receive when we clean out the chumitz, the the arrogance, the pride, when we become simple, when we're willing to see who we really are in the huge scheme of events. Who are we in the huge scheme of events? Pharaoh thought that he ruled the world. Well, he doesn't. We don't. Neither do we. We're not the ruler of the world. The world has a life and a guidance of its own. A great intelligence and a great love rules the world. So are we going to be with that or are we going to fight it and attack it and succumb to bondage? Because when we're in that state of mind, of not allowing life to be life, not really becoming one with it, not really honoring and trusting, but opposing every single thing, 
opposing the harmony and the beauty of this world, refusing to listen. Pharaoh refused to listen. Over and over again, it says he hardened his heart. Mm. Well, how can we? How can we not do that? How can we not harden our heart? Well. You know, Moses isn't coming right to us, to our doorstep in in obvious form and telling us, please release us from bondage, release us. But Moses comes in many different forms. Maybe there's someone in your life who needs you to listen, really, really listen. Are you hardening your heart? Are you imposing your will on that person? Decrease your own arrogance. That's Then you'll be cleaning your house thoroughly. Decrease your own pride. Open your mind. Open. Listen. Trust. You know, the message comes to us, the way to escape bondage. <clears throat> We're being shown that every single minute. There's so many ways to escape bondage. But we can't see it. We can't hear it because we have not decreased our pride and arrogance. We haven't cleaned our house. We haven't learned how to just be simple, to be willing, to be trusting, to listen. So that's what this mitzvah is really all about. We go into it deeply. You know, as I said in another podcast, it's a very fascinating thing, a mitzvah, because it starts out, it's very simple. We can do it in a minute, one minute. We can clean our house just Take a minute in the middle of your busy day and look for something that needs to be cleansed, both without and within our inner house as well, of course. Our inner house, our inner consciousness. If you see a moment of pride, of arrogance, of coldness, of unwillingness, just see it. See it. And don't follow that voice. Don't go there. Let it go. Excuse me. Clean it out. Sweep it away. Throw it away. Any any way that works for you. Don't succumb to the voice of Pharaoh within. Excuse me. (coughs) The voice of Pharaoh within, the voice of opposition, the voice of fury... The voice that puts itself on top of and ahead of everyone else. Don't succumb to that. We all have it, every single being. We can hear it, but we don't have to listen to it. It's one thing to hear it. It's another thing to obey it, listen to it. No, don't let that voice rule our life. That's the whole message here. Instead, let the part of us that trusts, that that isn't hardened, that's cleansed, Come forth. You know, the whole Seder journey is about a journey. The Passover Seder is about a journey from bondage to freedom, from the straits living in a, in a place of confinement to being able to open our eyes and be part of the whole world, see the sky, be free to follow that which is beautiful and that which is the best for us and for others. That is the Passover journey. And it's a journey that we really, really go through every single day. 
every of our lives in one form or another. <clears throat> a moment of depression, a moment of constriction, a moment of hopelessness, then we're in bondage to that. If we just don't see it for what it is and let it go. You know, the cry, let my people go, that's all people, all people, let my people go. It really means we're talking to depression, we're talking to arrogance, we're talking to hardening of the heart. We're talking to the parts in ourselves that are holding us in the worst bondage of all. Let me go. Let me go. And we can go by recognizing what is going on. You know, so much of our life, so much of our depression or hopelessness or bondage comes because we're not aware of what is going on. We just seem all of a sudden I fall into one mood, one state or another. <clears throat> Seems to happen automatically, un uncontrollably, as if we have no way to escape that prison. <clears throat> as if we have no way to let go of that hardening of the heart. But we do, we do. The mitzvahs come actually to show us how. And this really beautiful mitzvah, clean your house thoroughly. So rather than dwelling on the depression, rather than letting it grow or the feeling of hopelessness, pick up a broom, clean your house on the outside house and on the inside. Pick up a broom on the inside too. Notice it and sweep it away. Let it go. Let it go. Take charge of your focus. Focus on the part within that is willing to listen and to hear. You know, a very interesting point in conjunction with this mitzvah before we finish. M Moses, Moshe, was considered the, the humblest of men, the simplest. And not only that, but he had a speech impediment. He stuttered. So he said, how can I, how can I speak for you, God, because I, I'm a stutterer. I can't even get my words out. That's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful example. We all think we're stuttering, we're bumbling, we're, we're not enough, we don't know how. And yet when we don't know how, the great voice deep within us can speak through us. He was the one chosen not because he was great and mighty. Pharaoh thought he was great and mighty. Moses, nothing. Not great and mighty. Couldn't even speak straight. But he was the one who was chosen because to speak. He was chosen to speak. We're all chosen, of course. He was chosen to speak. So even through your supposed weakness, your deficits, your confusion, if you just become still and listen deeply through you, through you, will come the right guidance, the willingness to listen and to speak up. This, there's so much to say about not only the mitzvah of cleaning your house, getting rid of the chumets, getting rid of the pride. You know, Moses couldn't have done this if he was filled with pride and arrogance because he would have been embarrassed to speak at all. But he didn't. He, he spoke up. 
He obeyed. Nobody likes that word obeyed anymore. It's a very it's a word that everybody recoils from, but it doesn't mean to give up your strength and your own wisdom. It means to to touch a deeper wisdom within, to to open up to it, to be a vehicle for it. So my blessing to all of us is that as we decrease our pride, our arrogance, and we become filled with compassion and willingness to listen, and willing to share despite what we think of as our deficits, to speak up for others too. He spoke up for not only himself, but for others too. As we become willing to do this, all the fear of the virus will vanish because a stronger force will come through our lives. And if we follow the story, the plague itself will disappear. Let's, my prayer is that the plague itself go back, goes back to where it came from, which is nowhere. Let it vanish. Let, let, let us all be united in great oneness and great love. The, uh, the URL for this podcast is theonetent.com. Thank you for listening and many, many, many blessings to all and much healing to our whole world. Thank you.